You're listening to Trent Talk, your Halo by Halo guide to America's greatest treasure. Trent Trent Reznor. Tonight we are watching Beside You in Time. That is a live concert DVD released in 2007, which chronicles a couple different legs of Nine Inch Nails' With the Tita tour. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, Halo 22, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so if we you are a Resner expert, a.k.a. Resnerd, then this podcast will be a, a fun repository of inside jokes and references. And if you are a nine-inch newbie, then hold on to your butts, because we're going to talk about some fucking nine-inch nails. I am Claire Dickerson. I'm Shia Carey. All right. That was one of our better intros, I yeah. feel like. Off to a great start. <laughs> so we're already watching the footage, which... Uh, I think it was recorded in uh, El Paso, Texas, and Oklahoma City. What state is that? What state is that city um, in? I think Wyoming. All right. Oklahoma City, Wyoming. Um, and, yeah, they're kicking things off with Love Is Not Enough. Yeah. Fresh off with a teeth. And Guitar Trent right off the bat. Yes, we have Guitar Trent. One of my fave Trents. <laughs> but the backing band is kind of a bunch of strangers. A few, yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, Trent is uh, looking a little bit different. Some things have changed about him physically between his um, fragility tour and now. Mm -hmm. Do you want to help me describe what I'm looking at? Um, it looks like he, like, it looks like his power is over 9,000. It does look like all of his clothes ripped off and we're looking at like a <laughs> naked muscly, like the body under the body. Yeah. Or, or like, yeah, Trent like rolled in like latex rubber and uh, became super muscle Trent because, <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have a mental image of Trent Reznor as this cute gothic waif back in his um, self-destruction tour era mm -hmm. covered in cornstarch mm -hmm. with dreads at one point? Yeah. He had dreads even. So, yeah. Um, now he's super shayin'. Yeah, now he's bald <laughs> and like two, 220 pounds of pure muscle. <laughs> just, just shredded. He's adorable. It's a shame he never takes his shirt off, I'll be honest oh with you. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, he looks super doodly, but it's not in a way I find terribly appealing. What? He's still Trent, and I still I still love him, and I probably still would. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, his chin, is it locked in a battle with his neck meat? <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's like, is it there? Is it not? Is it there? It's like, it's that hard was to say. My first, that was my first thought when I, when I first came back to Nine Inch Nails and saw how beefed up he had gone. <laughs> where, where is your cute little jawline, Trent? <laughs> Got swallowed up by, by, these, by these lat pulls you were doing or whatever. And then we also have some some fresher faces. Uh, right, it's all new. Well, Alessandro, I think, I can't remember if he was in the last tour, but I, anyway, we have Aaron North. Um, Aaron North on guitar! Who I hate. <laughs> And then we have Mr. Jordy White on bass. Jordy White. Josh Fries on drums. And that was Alejandro on the uh, on the ivory keys yeah. in the back there. And I'm pretty sure he plays with Aramon at one point, but it's not listed in the in the notes. Um, but and if you are a fan of a perfect circle, then you will know Jordy and oh Josh. Oh my god, that's right. From that little ensemble. Yeah. Jordy joined a perfect circle after Meridinum. It's funny, like, Maynard and Trent had this weird little courtship that never yeah. went anywhere. Yeah. I think the problem was probably Maynard's ego. Yeah. I mean, Trent is like a consummate businessman, especially at this point. A businessman. Businessman. So, I mean... I wonder I what Loner was doing. I think he was committed to getting stuff done, but... 
Maynard's Maynard, and every Tool album takes 10 years. Yeah. Okay, and now we are... Just oh, God, he's doing the move. Ugh, Aaron Norris. Just watch this, and you see Aaron prance around, and you want to just look at him and say, Aaron Norris, don't you fucking know what you are? And that's what we're listening to. <laughs> I don't like him. You know yeah. what you are, question mark, as it appears in liner notes. Um, yeah, this this battering drum line is unreal. It's good. Yeah, I, Josh Fries looks like he's having a very difficult poop. Like, if you, <laughs> his facial expression is just like, oh, God, get this over with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this, is, this, is a lo this takes a lot of arm work. Like, yeah. he's battering them drums. Belong! I didn't know the back to where you belong line. Yeah, it doesn't, like, on the album, he... Back he, to he, where you belong! Yeah, he roars it out. So can I get it one more time? <laughs> Let's get it clean. Back to where you belong! Hang on, that wasn't clean. Now it's clean. <laughs> that, that actually got more comprehensible, which was a little disappointing. But sorry, I the first one is going to be perfect. I still love your act outs and never, <laughs> ever stop, never stop. <laughs> so I feel like you'd have to be an extremely brave crowd member to crowd surf to this. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, don't you fucking know what you are? It's a new song, very aggressive, kind of confusing in its messaging. <laughs> like, if you crowd surf, are people just going to, like, slug you in the balls like it's it's just too it's angry and directed at a very specific thing whatever it is whatever it is and it might be your balls my balls um oh oh can we talk can we have a conversation about playing the bass with a pick what are your thoughts i i feel like it's about half as cool as playing with your fingers i just i just feel like i'm not a bass player um Please send me hate mail and correct me, but I feel like the bass doesn't belong played with a pick. Babe, you know bass players aren't real. <laughs> They're not real people. <laughs> They're not real people. Oh, God, he did it again. Ah, oh, fuck. His little right. swooshy douche. So, so before we lay into the bass... <laughs> okay, playing with, fingers, playing with fingers, way, way cooler. Way, cooler. way more genuine. You can do a lot more moves. Playing with the, playing with the pick... Uh, it's lazy. It's lazy. Like you're not you're not getting you're not getting blisters on your yeah. fingers. Get those blisters slapping a base. Yeah, that's, those are badges of honor. So, uh, Aaron North. Yeah. He does this swooshy thing with Ugh, his guitar. Hate it. Um, it's he like swings his shoulders and hips and like wields the the neck of the guitar like a samurai sword or, or something. Yeah. And it seems kind of cool. Maybe the first two times he does it. Right. But he does it literally the entire show. It's just like, do you realize that you're not the front? I mean, I guess I, I'm going to talk endless shit on Aaron North, but Robin Fink does the same cutesy moves. I just love Robin. I don't. Maybe I hate Aaron. It's kind of like the stepmom syndrome uh, where it's like, you're not my mom. Say. Yeah, he took Robin away. <sighs> How could you? Even though it was like Trent makes his own Why decisions. Are you doing this to me? And he's going to remarry if he wants to remarry. The important thing is Trent's happy. No. What um, about me? So, yeah, like, Aaron is, seems like he's trying so fucking hard. He seems like he's trying too hard. And yeah. he, he's dressed all cute. He's got, like, ripped jeans and his bandana. One, one, yeah, one thing I like is the little red bandana like hanging bandana? out of his butt pocket. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I bet he's what flagging. Is, he's what now? He's flagging. 
I'm going to oh, find out mean, what a red bandana in your right pocket means. Oh, you mean the hanky coat. Yeah, the hanky coat. For those of you uninitiated in gay culture <laughs> in the 80s, uh, the hanky coat is something some gay men would wear when they go out at night to meet a specific kind of partner. And the color and placement of the hanky would uh, <gasps> convey certain information. Oh, this is good. What do we got? Red handkerchief. Means. Fisting. Get out of here. No. <laughs> yeah. That's too perfect. <laughs> they say the word fistfuck. Well, not specifically. In song, not in Yeah, maybe that was just he was paying homage to fistfuck. Wow. And let's see here. So is that giving or receiving? In his right pocket, he is a bottom. Bottom is giving. But Give. no, bottom is receiving. receiving. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd be a fister than a fisty. Yeah. Nope, he's a fisty. He is a fisty. Maybe that's why he can't fucking stand up straight. <laughs> Maybe that's why he can't. His knees are so shaky. He's just got to swing the guitar every every 15 seconds. Like, you could try playing a drinking game every time he does that, that douche maneuver. But, like, it's, yeah, it wouldn't happen. <laughs> Speaking of drinking games, I tried to honor uh, our, our saint and savior Trent Reznor by drinking a bottle of water for each song because uh. he loves staying hydrated yeah um, I gave up after about one and a half songs yeah because nobody well, I wasn't thirsty anymore and like you're gonna be up all night peeing all that out yeah that's uh that's why I'm not doing it during the podcast <laughs> let's see do I have notes on this uh, yeah we haven't even gotten into notes no, I wrote, oh, good, this song again. <laughs> hey, God. Yeah, they've been performing this live since probably their first concert the ever. Day one. When he had, like, tape decks and reels and shit on and stage. And his little dreadlocks. Yeah, I miss that. <laughs> oh, baby. It'll never be the same. Sweet baby Trent. Yeah, Trent's at a pretty highly evolved state. Yeah, he's, he's gone super <laughs> saiyan. He's broken through to a new thing. And, yeah, sobriety was a big part of that because he ditched heroin mm-hmm. um, after overdosing in London in 2001 as we know and then struggled for a very long time to get clean and then if you read between the lines of with teeth pretty much every album every song on the album is about getting clean and getting rid of that old person that you used to be oh my god so speaking of evolution from beginning to end which pokemon is trimester <laughs> i think he starts out as a haunter i don't know these but po- i don't i'm why would you ask that if you're not even a Pokemon because person? Because I want... I am starting to be because Pokemon Go is so good. I never got to play handheld video games as a kid. But I want the listeners to write it. So listeners, what Pokemon? Yeah, we could just do all new references and shit. Like, oh yeah, this is Trent after you spent a lot of Stardust and, and Resner candies to, <laughs> to level them up. But no, okay, you say the thing that you were saying and I'll just Google along. Haunter? Haunter? Yeah, he's he's a ghost type Pokemon. I'm looking it up, and then he. Okay. Oh um. no, no, sorry, no, Ghastly. So Ghastly is yeah, he's the first evolution of Haunter. Who and he's this cute little, this floating oh. little face guy. Oh, so he starts off as a Ghastly, and I don't know, he might he might work his whole way through Haunter and Gengar, but. What's Gengar? How do you spell that? Gengar, oh. G-E-N-G-A-R. Oh, I just yawned. I'm sorry. And yeah, it's, oh, it's, so it's, it's one of the weird. Yeah, Pokemon. he does get real beefy, though. He's he goes like from a, being a little poof of smoke to this. He becomes very substantial, and he's like some kind of like yep. dream monster. I love it. Yeah, he gives you nightmares. I love it. That's his deal. Resnard's which Pokemon <laughs> evolution no, I think, is trying to I think he definitely goes ghastly, and then what? Uh, downward spiral. 
Shoot, broken. Broken my Well, I mean, all of that is kind of the same. Claire, you've asked a very poignant question, <laughs> and I, I want to do it justice, but we <laughs> might have to, I might have to do it off air. Do it off air. We'll, we'll tweet about it. <laughs> oh, right. Trent smashed the guitar at the end of Terrible Lie. Oh, nice. Pretty good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, yes. And it, it just, you, you also see the first couple of close-ups of Trent as he's singing this one. And you can see that even though he has, like, a totally nude baby head, he's got, like, a very deliberate little bit of eyeliner. Oh, the eyeliner is so good. Stands out so much. Very well done. I'm glad that they do this song, but I don't love their rendition of it. Let's get some more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fun. I, I like this song a lot. You can actually, uh, they, they cut a lot to Alejandro in the back. Uh-huh. And you can see he has like a barely contained boner for playing with Trent Reznor. He's just, the way he's feeding off Trent's energy is like borderline sexual. He's just got this hunger in his eyes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. I need to, it's Alessandro Cortini. Wow, okay. Alessandro. Sorry. I know that we've been saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that legitimately looked like his name had like four S's in it. Alice it's two. It's only two. Sandra. Oh, he's doing his other move. Yeah, Aaron North, he does he does the ZZ top, flick I my know. guitar around things. And then he also taps his knee. Yeah. Like like an old time. Yeah, like an old timey fiddle player. Is it loud? Hang on, I gotta I gotta I'm gonna take this. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's all good. I um the only note. Oh, I wrote two notes. I wrote the year zero symbolism shows up in the little symbols in the background. Yeah, there's there's little lighting fixtures that are very digital and kind of look like buildings or something. Yeah. And then I also oh, almost wrote... almost like the flag. Almost like the year zero flag. Oh, yeah. It does, yeah. And then I also wrote Aaron North makes being a guitar player look the douchiest it's ever looked. Nice. Oh, didn't you have a... How much angst? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I do. How much angst? Aaron North looks like the little kid uh, who just came out of Hot Topic with their first ever chain wallet. And he's just like strutting. He's just so excited. Turn it up. It's like he just found out there were chain wallets. <laughs> there it is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's. He's so cute. Look at that. Alessandro. Mm. <laughs> Seems like it's a really technically demanding song. Not necessarily by the instruments themselves, but like they go from like this really weird breakbeat to yeah, this super melodic. Mm -hmm. And I think they kill the ooze. Yeah. Wait, is it in there? Will be. I love this part of the song. Yeah, all my cynicism goes away right now. There it is. More Trent, more.
Oh my god. You know that vine um, of the turtle that's like, <sighs> do you know that one? Uh, oh wait, wait, wait. No, it's not the turtle getting a bath. No, no, no. It's just a dirt, like it go. It it starts with a Coldplay song. And it's like ooh, and then the turtle's like ah. I want to make a vine of that turtle with that because when he's like ooh, and then the guy's like ah. Oh, it's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I could I could listen to five more minutes of you just making turtle noises. <laughs> okay, March of the Pigos. Yep. <laughs> Wait, fuck! I feel like I had something to say. All right, it'll come back. Oh, yeah. You'll have that. So it seems like they're not quite doing this one right. Everything feels different. Like, especially that little line right there. Yeah, in Terrible Eye, it was the same. It it sounded more, like, muted or hollow or something. Compressed, yeah. Compressed. Like, the I think either the way the guitar is being played or the pedal that he's using, it sounds very different. Yeah, he plays later on with a kill switch. And mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's something that basically just like it's anti reverb. And I feel like maybe that could have been the whole like Trent becoming more digital because he's probably been writing. I mean, he's been writing Year Zero because it comes out in 2007, so he's right. probably more digital and he probably wants to give like the old songs a more new Nine Inch Nails song sound. Yeah, that actually escaped me. Like I thought this was like still Trent in the thick of with teeth, Mm-mm. but no, he's. He's touring and probably recording. Yeah, he's got to be. Hard-working guy, man. After almost losing the band in 2003, he uh, is definitely making all the right moves. Oh, and Alessandro jumps on the keyboard. I wonder if he also got super swole just staring at a picture of John Malm Jr. Like, (laughs) fuck you up, you stupid (laughs) ass, John. (laughs) Fucking rip your head off. I'll show you $3 million. (laughs) I'll shove it so far up your ass. It's funny how three million dollars is all it takes to get to erase Nine Inch Nails from the map, right? Right. Like in two thousand three, it seems like it would probably be more than that. But who am I supposed to know? Oh, Trent's doing the over the head clap thing. Yeah, comrade. Which is down. is so fun because like his biceps are so massive they almost touch when he's clapping. That was my favorite part when Alessandro was like. He only does it that one time, I think. And it's my favorite thing. I forgot that he does it in this video. I want you to take the cursor and roll it back. Roll Would it that back. make you feel better? Take the cursor and peel it back. Yeah. Just let it do this for a while. We went back a little far, but that's okay. Right, right here. Nope. Just kidding. Hold on. Oh <laughs> yes. my god, that that was worth it. It's so cute. It's so it's, cute. There's like extreme close up of of him doing these very, like he chose that moment perfectly. Yeah. He's like, this is where these go. This is where I'm this gonna goes. do four pants right here. And. This one's actually directed, so I'm sure Sheridan's like, right now. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> but yeah, this is two different shows. I wonder if you did them at both. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and El Paso, El Paso. I want to I believe that he did it every night. 
technically, this uh, DVD and the accompanying album were the last album released on the Nothing label, mm-hmm. which, as we Resners all know by now, was uh, the negotiated settlement after Trent left TV Tunes and went to Interscope and was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my own thing still. Um, and then got creative freedom, but then got screwed by John Malm Jr. Mm-hmm. and is now just part of Interscope proper. This is also the final Nine Inch Nails album to include a parental advisory explicit, explicit content sticker. Yeah, because right after this, Nine Inch Nails just went soft. <laughs> no, I think they just stopped, they stopped doing that shit, right? Like, eventually yeah, people I, were just I like... Mean, I, I mean, nobody I ever notice. took that shit seriously. Nobody cared. Fucking Walmart is going to edit your shit anyway. Yeah, it doesn't it, matter. It was basically a marketing tool, you know? Mm-hmm. So much design went into that parental advisory thing. It just makes something look more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Scream it, boy. I guess the RIAA still does that crap. Really? The RIAA, R-I-A-A. whom Trent is in bed with. Do you think that he is a fister or a fistie of the RIA? I mean, at a certain point, it it just becomes they're all subservient to daddy capitalism, you know? Ugh, this song. Oh, right. So this is off of the soundtrack of Natural Born Killers. You can tell because it just has that that, uh, that hard rock intensity. Natural Born Kill Yourself. No, that was dumb. Kill Yourself. (laughs) Loving these mics. I hope that came out well. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I know, it seems like these mics would really lend themselves to impressions, but I don't have... I don't have one. I don't have one in the... I mean, I, I might have one saved up for later, but I don't have one in the chamber. Hmm. That's one thing we like to do. We sing Spanish Nails lyrics as famous people. Oh, are, are you talking to the new listener? Yes. Hey, new listener. How you doing? Listener number six. 7,000. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not keeping a great track on the analytics. I think you we're doing can't. good. I think we're doing good. iTunes doesn't let you. That's not even the point why we're doing it. It's not why we're doing it. You guys are doing it because we love it. Do you want to read an interview? Is that what you're... Um, yeah, I pulled up a little... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jam, a showbiz magazine okay, on November 8th, 2005. Name? Jam. Also, this is by Lisa, Lisa. Laducer. I guess... I'm guessing Lisa. she's French. <laughs> I'm guessing she's French, but the L-I-I-S-A. I would do anything for my girl. <laughs> okay. You look so beautiful in your red dress, Lisa. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's been a great year for Trent Reznor. Chart-topping sales for his comeback album with teeth. Two sold-out tours. Successful resolution of his long-standing legal battles resolution. with an ex-manager. Right. So he countersued John Malm and was like, no, you give me $3 million. And that's what, that's what ended up happening. Um but the brooding man behind the acerbic industrial electro-rock juggernaut that is Nine Inch Nails is never free of curses, it seems. I'm Googling the word acer- acerbic. Acerbic? Please do, yeah, because I, I feel like I know what it means. Take the news that his debut album, 1989's electronic classic Pretty Hate Machine, is finally getting a re-release after years out of print, not from lack of sales, but because the label TVT Records was mild, mired in financial troubles. Acerbic? This is covering a lot of good stuff. Acerbic means tasting sour or bitter, but as a figure of speech, it means sharp or forthright. Continue. <laughs> um, indie label Ryko Disc bought the rights and will re-release Pretty Hate Machine November 22nd. Oh, you should yeah. be happy, right? Yeah, I remember that. I'm pretty aggravated by it, actually, says Reznor. By a phone from a U.S. stop on a tour that brings the band to Toronto's Air Canada Centre Thursday night. 
I think this has got to be a Canadian magazine. Yeah. Um, Centra. Yeah, they're not just throwing that in for fun. Yeah. That's a promo. I like Record Disc. I think they're a good label, and I respect them. But the way that, that it happened is mind-blowing. TVT's been a thorn in my side since the beginning. TVT defaulted on a huge loan, and one of their assets is my first al- Oh, gosh. One of their assets is my first album. There's an auction, and the next thing I know, it's on Ryko Disc. Oh, jeez. There's a re-release of Pretty Hate Machine, and Trent has nothing to do with it. Oy vey. That's unbelievable. So he doesn't even get to, like, oh, my gosh. That sucks. That do- <laughs> fucking hell. Now we've got Ryko asking me if I'd like to do a deluxe version. Yeah, I would. I'd like to have a 5.1 version. I'll do extra songs. I'll redo the packaging. Everything. But I'm not doing it for free. They're not willing to pay, so they put out whatever they put out. That's that. Ugh. That's a bummer. Yeah. Never, free, never out, free of curses. He did put out a remastered Pretty Hate Machine eventually, didn't he? You got me. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he did. I don't want to look it up, though. Continue. In the midst of his current North American tour with Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. I have friends who went to that, and I just every time, every time someone's like, "I saw Nine Inch Nails live," and I was like, "Did you see him in Queens of the Stone Age?" And they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Shut up, I hate you." Continue. Reznor is also dealing with a last-minute roster change. Nin drummer Jerome Dillon suffered heart trouble on stage in September that required hospitalization, show cancellation, and a replacement. Alex Carapetis. Okay, there was probably another replacement before. This, yeah, this tour. Um, Reznor said the band had been crippled in some ways, but there's still so much to look forward to when they hit the ACC this week. There's a new unreleased song in the set list, Not So Pretty Now. Oh, I hate that song. And ter- Oh, Death From Above 1979 were going to be guests. I guess they were around in 2007. Yeah. Do, 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 interviewing other dudes. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Josh Homme lobbied to have Death From Above 1979 on the tour. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I think he toured with them eventually. Oh, no. What? This article takes another turn. Uh-oh. It says, To the further dismay of goth kids everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, we hate dismay. Uh. The self-proclaimed Mr. Self-Destruct may mine macabre imagery and mournful emotions for his music, but he doesn't actually pine for destruction in the real world. Oh, what? That's what? so stupid. Come on. Who thinks... Ugh, anyway. Oh, wait, wait. What? 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 So, oh, man. This writer. Lisa! So she's saying he doesn't actually like destruction. What are you talking about? He, he's sober? Is that what it is? But no, she, she says, Two of his recent feel-good projects have been to rebuild his former hometown, New Orleans. So Trent is not pro-hurricane. To yeah. The, to just, I mean, like... To the further dismay goth of goth kids, kids everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Fucking dumb. I can't believe this lady. She's dumb. After performing on this broad... After performing on the MTV Hurricane Katrina Telethon in September, Nine Inch Nails headlined the Voodoo Festival concert for relief workers in New Orleans, October 29th. It was an opportunity for Reznor to assess the damage of the studio he still owns there and, more importantly, lend a hand to the dismay of goth kids everywhere. (laughs) My studio had some water damage and we had to rip the carpets up, but I saw people who really didn't fare well, so I have nothing to complain about. But walking around, seeing what's going on there, and feeling that even on a small level I was able to help in any way felt good. Do you remember Hurricane Katrina? Yeah. Did you feel like you had to do something? Um, Because I definitely felt that. I was like, Jesus Christ. I did want to go out there, and... But I was like, well, that's not practical, so I'm just going to shelve it. And then the first thing that really made... It was... I think it was the... 
was it a hurricane or tsunami that hit Haiti? And that was when I was just uh, like, yeah. I think I it was an earthquake, leave, which oh, yeah. triggered a tsunami, which woke Godzilla, which yeah. had to be beaten back with a nuclear strike, <sighs> which alerted uh, the Martians mm-hmm. to sentient life on Earth. Mm-hmm. No. And then racism happened. No. That's wrong. So the crazy thing about the Haitian <laughs> earthquake is like, Haiti is, it's one half of an island. There's like a wall in the middle of the island that divides Haiti from the Dominican Republic. And what's insane about that is all the money is on the Dominican Republic side because of trade regulations or whatever. There's a bunch of hotels and touristy shit. So there were people like, like people trying to climb the fence out of Haiti into the Dominican Republic. And they were just like, fuck you. That's so fucked up. Yeah, dude. This is a bummer. Let's talk about closer. You're listening to Smash the State. (laughs) Oh, right. So if you're new to Nine Inch Nails, this song isn't very important. <laughs> I do love the little strobe sound. Which part is the strobe sound in your mind? The clicking. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see Trent do that, like an, an acoustic <laughs> version with like <laughs> castanets. You know, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> belly dancing. Yeah. Oh God. Shimmying. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Not that kind of show. <laughs> Getting it a boner over Trent shimmies. That wouldn't be the first one. No. Hey, Alessandro. 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 <laughs> um, let's wrap this article up. My outlook on life is much better, he says. To the dismay of Gothic everywhere. <laughs> I've been sober for four years. To the dismay of heroin dealers everywhere. I put out a record that I feel good about, and it's been pleasant to see it got a good response. I'm surprised that we're playing arenas now. I don't. I didn't take anything for granted. Culture has changed, but I still feel relevant when I walk out on stage. Yeah, he's, he is. He's like he's like oh positive older brother Trent. He's so cute. He's like kid. I've seen some shit. <laughs> you know. Oh, the song's about to get really good. Yes. They throw a little curveball in there. <laughs> Here it is. What is this? This is the only time this is ever a good idea. The original lyric is, I drink the honey inside your hive, and it makes a lot more sense. But I'm still still really happy that he finally sang those fucking lyrics out loud after all these years. The ones about your favorite insects. The bees. Uh, The bees. Oh, the bees. I love bees. But I also... Buzz babies. The little buzz babies. Buzz buggles. I do love those lyrics, though. Those have always been my favorite in lyrics. And I love the only time, so that was really cool. Yeah, anytime Nine Inch Nails makes like a serious creative decision, I know like you're either gonna love or hate it. Yeah, you're a very polar fan. Me? I feel like I'm. I'm more. Yeah. Of a, I don't mean to toot my own horn. That's. I'm not saying this to big up myself or whatever. I feel like I'm more of a middle of the road 
status quo, like, yeah, no, it's still cool. No, yeah, whatever, go. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've known uh, so many fans that are like, they're not cool anymore. Yeah. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, well, they're all douches. Oh, here's where I think he plays the theremin. Turn it up. Is it a theremin? Oh, God, that sounded like a Yeah, it does. I'm really excited for your zero. Do you see him, though? He was standing around at something. Oh, right. What could you possibly follow closer with? How about an unreleased track from... Right there, see? Oh, that thing. I don't know what that is, I guess. It's like a little pad. I don't know a lot about these weird instruments. Yeah, it's that little squeaky McSquawk that you're hearing. Squeaky, squeaky, squawk. It's almost like a record scratch. But it mm -hmm. sounds like it's like a piece of glass that he's rubbing his finger on. Mm. It's not a... I don't think it's, it's I don't not a think theremin. it is, yeah. He's just like... He's just polishing a plate <laughs> into a microphone. Playing the wine glass. Yeah, turn it up a little bit. Yeah, again, Natural Born Killers. Yeah. Which didn't make it into the movie. No, I think I think I think the like fuck? they they put like five seconds of it into the prison riot scene. Ugh, so stupid. But they wanted to play something I can never have three times. And the time that it took for me to watch that movie is something I can never have back. Why did you put it there? Yeah, I love the way did he you, does that. Did you not realize? Could what? Yeah. Oh wait, is it? Is this gonna be the the good part? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I mean, it's all the good part. I think it's gonna slow it down for a sec and then come back. Yeah, yeah, still building. <laughs> The climax is great, though. It it, uh, it worked well with that prison riot Ooh. scene. Mm -hmm. um, fucking, what's his fucking guy? <laughs> did, <Okay. laughs> did another <laughs> swoopity doop. Like, a, it was an ultra swoopity doop oh, guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the guitar is like a dog that's attacking him, and he's trying to shake it off. Not even. It's just weird. It's just like... It's like if he was trying to sell the guitar in the mall. I don't know why I keep talking about the mall, but you know like those mall guys with the helicopters and they swoop it around their head? Turn it up, volume. The mall guys with the hel Oh, the RC things? Yeah. Yeah, the 50 fans that actually recognize this song are <laughs> using their shit. Yeah, it's pretty Holy good. Holy moly. Not oh, sorry, low. I keep turning it down. Too low. We're learning. How low can you go? Uh, yeah. I don't think I wrote anything. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. let's, let's review them notes. I wrote nothing. <laughs> I said the guitarist looks a little bit witchy. <laughs> oh, God. Like, he might be a practitioner of magic, which I'm worried about, because I don't want Trent falling in with the wrong crowd. 
I just don't know about this Aaron North guy, Trenty. I just, you know, he just doesn't seem, you know, he just has that witchy vibe. Look, Trent, you're a grown man, but I just want you to know, this, this guy, is my mic a little bit hot? No. no. Okay, maybe it's just my headphones. Maybe it's just Sounds headphones. like I'm blowing out the bass. Blowing out the bass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that is the only note I have, is that the guitarist looks a little bit witchy. All the rest of the stuff I have uh, He just, you know, you know, Trent, he just reminds me of those, uh, those Charlie Manson murderers. He's just real witchy. And he's got, the, he's got I guess that very suggestive handkerchief just flapping out. Panky, panky. Like a prolapsed anus. Oh, yuck. <laughs> Did you need to do that? Did you need to do that? Just images of Rotten.com come flooding back oh, in my head. No. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And you're welcome. <laughs> we just lost a listener because they remembered no, it too. Oh, <laughs> that's half our audience. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> my mom doesn't even listen to this. <laughs> Which she shouldn't. Why would she? I mean, yeah, she. We, we had her on that time. Yeah. Your dad wrote us an iTunes review. No, shh, shh. No one, no one must know. <laughs> shh. I love it. But yeah, I had my mom on and could not. I mean, what, what were you listening to? Just Starfuckers? You fucking turned on Closer. Oh, <laughs> and then you turned oh, on Heresy. No. I don't know what oh, you no. wanted to God come out dead. of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to make the case. I was, no. I just wanted to make my mom react. And I did. It took her to make me see the light. No, it didn't. Right, Aaron North goes full ham in this song. It's like he's playing Fruit Ninja with his guitar. <laughs> he was Fruit Ninja-ing the last. That was his little swoop-de-douche move. Swoop-de-douche. That yeah. is the official name of that move. Yeah, because he's a douche. How much angst? The angst of an undervalued uh, pianist in the middle of a song. He kills it. Who has an unrequited lust for Trent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, do you ever wonder what Trent's buns look like? I never had that thought until right now. His butt buns? His, yeah. <laughs> His. The look on no, your Claire. face. <laughs> the other buns. I've wondered what his butt buns look like. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, Dios mio. <laughs> I can't stop. So we're listening to uh, Grammy Award winning artist <laughs> Michael Trent Reznor. Butt buns. And pondering about the shape and uh, texture of his butt buns. Of his butt buns. I bet they're good. Bet at this at this stage, I feel like they're probably at their peak ripeness. <laughs> so, how old is he right now? Is he forty? Yeah, he's forty at the at the time of this filming, because it's two thousand seven, <laughs> and he's now fifty. Not sixty. 60. <laughs> cannot stress that enough. He is not in the danger zone. Danger zone. We got a few more albums out of him. He's got a long life ahead of him. Speaking of, Josh Priest has lived many lives. 
Oh, yeah? He was uh, in a perfect circle. Did we talk about that? Yeah. Right. I think so. And sort of the long courtship between Maynard and Trent, yeah, which yeah. never resulted Total. in anything. Nothing. Yep. Except for a perfect circle covering a tapeworm song. Oh, okay, I've got another album. Okay. Changes in songs, comma, lineup, keep nails sharp. Do you want to... I think the music press loves Nine Inch Nails because of the, the breadth of their pun potential. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've got nails. Mm -hmm. What are they? They can be sharp. Mm -hmm. They can be rusty. They can be driven into things. <laughs> There's, there, that's just to name a few. Um, so this is by Troy Remink for the Grand Rapids Press. It's the sort of thing you don't usually find on a bulletin board. I saw a flyer, Nine Inch Nails looking for keyboard player and guitar player, said Alessandro Cortini, recalling how he came to join the legendary alt-rock band. The flyer was at Musicians Institute, a contemporary rock school, where I was working at the time in Hollywood, so I took advantage of it, of course. That was in late 2004, when Nine Inch Nails mastermind Trent Reznor was assembling a new band and putting the finishing touches on... Where of the teeth! Wow. His latest collection of brooding electro-industrial rock. It's funny, they all seem to agree to call it electro-industrial... Let me, let me make sure it's in... That, oh, wait, no, no, no. This one... <laughs> in Jam, the, the terminology is industrial electro-rock. Electro-industrial rock. Hmm. Okay. Say that Cortini, sometimes. Cortini auditioned and was accepted as the group's keyboard player. Though he's been welcomed into the group, the structures of Nine Inch Nails is a... Wow, I fucked that up. <laughs> the structure of Nine Inch Nails is atypical. The band's only official permanent member is Reznor, who writes and records the music mostly alone, especially this album. Each album slash touring cycle features a different cast of sidemen. Not true! Robin Fink for life! This time, it's Cortini, guitarist Aaron White. What? Aaron White. Who? Jordy White. Oh, they fucked they that, fuck up. that up. They fucked that. That's that one. That's them. Mm -hmm. Guitarist Aaron White. <laughs> Sick. Um, it's North. Uh, bassist Jordy White and drummer Josh Fries. X, a perfect circle. Oh, sorry. Oh wait, what do we have? What do we have? Eraser. All right. And it's the one with all so the buggos. Strange. So yeah, the first act pretty much ended with gave up, right? No, actually, the first act ended with something I can never have. Yeah, then they drop the screen right now. So a mesh curtain falls over, falls between the stage and the audience. Mm -hmm. And they start projecting just images. Bugs and chips. Uh, totally left up to interpretation. The theme sort of seems to be like flocks or swarms of insects or fish or birds or amoebas, in fact. Amoebae. <laughs> I just imagine it B A E Amoeba. This is when we acknowledge how hard this bassist is working. Listen to those fucking polyrhythms though. Fucking nah, 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 pick. Nah, 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 nah. So he plays with a pick, Claire, but he's playing in like 14 8 time or something. Twiggy Ramirez is still cooler than Marilyn Manson. Is that. Name wise. That's Twiggy Ramirez. Oh, the, oh, Jordy White, yeah. Shootskies, that makes sense. <laughs> Shootskies. It's really hypnotic. Once you kind of tune into it, it's hard to break out. Yeah, it's uh, it's honestly kind of lynchy and like all the all the images that mm -hmm. they're throwing at you. Because yeah, it's like Lynch loves 
the creepiness of insects. He also loves the creepiness of just like natural forms or, or decay. It's kind of like the opening of a racer head. Have you seen? Yep. Yeah, like the one the worm falls into the puddle at the uh, very beginning of the movie. I didn't That's really, pretty much what we're seeing. I didn't really like your razor head. Claire. <laughs> Did you fall asleep during your razor? Twice. I don't know how I knew that. Come on, it's such a good movie. I know, but I watch movies with the lights off. It's slow. It is very slow, but like it's. it's I got feel like if I would have watched Eraserhead before other David Lynch films, I would have liked it better. But it's. I mean, for me, what what I love about Eraserhead is that it's it's funny. Like, I mean, there's there's all there's. It has a, a very simple central story about the guy not being ready to be a dad, and now he's a dad to a horrible lamb fetus who's mm-hmm. full of oatmeal. Wait, you don't even know that he's full of oatmeal. I do know that he's full okay. of oatmeal. I'm just spacing out on the images. <laughs> But you that, don't even know that he's full of oatmeal. But it just has like this bleak, weird humor to it. Here we go. All right. Monkeys are fighting. Baboons? Baboons. Baboonai? Baboonies. Baboon bays. Wait, you find those animals cute? They're like 50% ass and scrotum. They're kind of cute when you don't see their ass and scrotum. Everything's cute. And right when it goes to the hard part, we got... We got bombs. War. We got all the worst things at once. We got bombs. We money. Got money. And then worst of all, we have white people enjoying themselves. <laughs> Oil. No, that, it's, com- it's coming. It's like happy fifties family. I know. Obligatory. <laughs> white people enjoying themselves. That, that is the worst thing. It is. This is like the the jack jam of getting suicided. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I first listened to this on Highway 17 as I was rocketing around very dangerous curves oh. on what's known as a Dead Man's Pass. Oh. And I didn't know that the lyrics went, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me, kill me. <laughs> but I sure found out. Did you think they were kiss me, kill me, hold me, Billy? I had never heard the song. <laughs> no. I was just on a road trip, and then my like borderline suicidal friend was like, let's listen to this. I was just talking you two to you. Is all that was. Oh shoot! I just <laughs> dropped a reference. No, you dropped a reference, and I did not hit it back. You aced the serve, which is the least interesting part of tennis to watch. <laughs> I think. Besides all of the rest of tennis. <laughs> right. uh, oh, I love this. I love it, but just like what a fucking snoozer of a show. What? It's so quiet. Like, how do you? Because. You don't spend all of the last song being hype. You get, like, briefly hype, and then all of a sudden it's like, no, just kidding. Oh, oh, oh. My favorite part about this whole fucking show is that you pointed out when we were watching it that they're, they're now recording video on their, on their cell phones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're recording video on their flip phones. I don't, this I, is I, so I 2007. I think they're just taking pictures. Like, I don't think you could... T- at that point, I most don't phones didn't even... Listen, I don't know. They could okay. maybe take... Like, a razor was already out. Razors were pretty high-tech. Oh, I remember everyone had the razor. I didn't. You just got a lot less cool. I intentionally didn't. Um, yeah. So I had the candy bar. The first yeah, the first cell phone was like the Nokia candy bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which had like... 
It, also, it, had, it had the parachute game on it. Did you ever play the parachute game? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, fucking. And then, yeah, then I think I upgraded the Razor. Then I had, like, some series of shitty Blackberries because I didn't even, didn't even have a data plan. Right. Why would you? I just wanted a smartphone, but, of course, couldn't afford a data plan. Who, can, who, <laughs> could, who could do that in 2008? Seven. Oh, right. did you have yours in eight? Uh, no, I think I still had the Razor. I don't fucking know. Your story isn't adding yeah, up, how, Carrie. How boring is your life <laughs> if you can remember every cell phone you had? Well, I had this cute Verizon one. With it was, had a blue flip top, and it had a screen on the outside, which was so cool. And it had a little notch, so I put those little kawaii dangly doos. Are you sure? Yeah, and which, I also which side of the glass you're on? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love this song, but. I just, I don't think I would want to see this live. It's, this is like the strongest statement visually out of any song in the show. Because it shows, um, I mean, it shows suburbia, like images of sort of conformity and, and yeah, like the, the sort of soullessness of, of everyday consumer life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it cuts to more, you know, wartime footage and nukes and crazy shit. And then it cuts to George Bush. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to like poverty-stricken streets. I think of New Orleans, but it could be anywhere because it is everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, it's like Trent was saying some serious shit. It's almost inspirational. Like I felt this. Yeah. And, oh God. And this is the Iraq War was like going into its like third year. I've been just like I can't. I can't with like anything that's like government statement anymore I've, I'm ruined by podcasts and like all of these images I'm just like yeah man the world sucks just nuke it all we fucking blew it oh, I, didn't, I didn't know you were voting for Trump <laughs> hey. I voted for Bernie I already voted just kidding was that a co-worker of yours burn dog yeah if you, you voted for Bernie you're already done you're done voting because that's how primaries work I can't I can't but I mean, yeah, it's like, it's it's motivating. Trent is saying, are you all you want to be? And then it's like, yeah, there's all these, there's so much suffering and, and pointless and pointless agony in the world that could be prevented by people who give half a shit. But uh, could it though? Like, could it really? Because it doesn't, like, as hard as we work, there's, there's still going to be people who are being bought and blackmailed to do whatever the fuck they want. So it really doesn't matter. Well, he's not asking you... <laughs> He's not asking you to overturn the whole system. He's just asking you to be a nice person. That's what he was saying in that interview earlier. Ugh. Just do a nice thing ever. Not, I'm not directing that at you. You've done nice things. Claire Elise Dickerson, do a nice thing ever. Don't believe the hype. Claire has done a nice thing. What have I done? What's the last nice thing I've ever done? Uh, I mean, you're covering someone's shift tomorrow? No, I'm coming in early. Fuck. Um, to work on a fucking... I mean, party we I'm have. trying to think of a nice thing you did that wasn't to a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, picked up so many Pokemon today. That was pretty nice. You grilled some peaches, which was delicious. Yeah, I did. I do that every day of my life. <laughs> I basically brought my work home. <laughs> but I guess I'm nice. Okay, another thing that's happening in this song is like, you're saying, would you find yourself afraid to see? Are you all you want to be? And someone in the crowd for the entire song just has their thumb up like are you trying to hitch a ride or 
Are you, Take me with you. Or are you telling Trent, like, yes, I am all I want to be. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Down here, I'm good. Oh, God. Oh, this is the peak of the show. And this I feel is, like... It, this is like when your second dose of acid should kick in. Yeah. You always got to re-up. I guess it makes sense that he's playing this song. Claire, you've done nice things. I didn't mean to put... I didn't mean to. Oh, my God. I didn't think... You, stop it. <laughs> I turn it right now. Yeah, that's the one. So now there's some watery looking images on the screen. It's very pretty. Everyone's cool. Yeah, it's like the entire audience is suddenly enveloped in this cloud. It makes it look like they're in the background of like a mountain shirt. You know, like Green Wolf Moon. It's got that two-tone gray on white tie-dye. Mm-hmm. God, this is so good, though. Should we turn our mics down? Crank the music even more? <laughs> no, it's fine. That's what the people came here for. <laughs> Medium-quality recordings of... <laughs> Live albums. Uh. <laughs> I mean, technically it's HD, but I'm sure we're losing a lot of it going from the computer to the soundboard to the task cam. He's playing that not theremin again. Oh, yeah. This song's beautiful. I know. I always have, like, such a strong emotional responses song that I don't have anything to say it, it's such an intensely like confident song it's like he's finally figured out how to say goodbye to somebody you know mm. I mean, this is as close as he comes to recapturing, like, the fragility of fragile. <laughs> it's hard to believe this is even on with teeth. Yeah. Well, that's because the last half of this album is perfect. Yes. And then it starts raining. Mm-hmm. What could be more perfect? It's like the movie in your head, but real. Well, it's raining on the screen. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is raining. I don't want to confuse screen. any of the listeners. Not in El Paso. <laughs> Nor Oklahoma City. Wyoming. Oh, yeah, the way they harmonize. That would be a hell of a crowd scene. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, he picks up the mic stand. Yes, yes, and yes. Shatters the screen. Yes, yes. And the crowd shits their pants. Oh. <laughs> that was a really pretty visual. There's, there's not like a, there's not a bigger way that he could have ended Act Two. Yeah. God, damn. So what happened was, uh, Trent picked up his mic stand, swung it like a hammer, mm-hmm. and uh, then the projection on the mesh screen depicted shattering glass. Yeah. And then the mesh was lowered, so it was almost as if he did break the barrier. Well, it was, it was brought up and over the top, so it looked like the shattered glass was just flying over everybody. Shh. And then fucking with teeth. Why do you pronounce it like that? Uh, with the teeth. Okay. What I'm used to. My bad. He does not hold back either. It's like, it's almost like he thought the crowd was expecting it out of him. The, and when we were watching this earlier, the first time he said it with the teeth, uh, Shia just fucking, he's over there just. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first three or four times. Yeah. Let's get it. Does she kiss with Pete? How do you bite the hand that Pete? Tell us, Trent. (laughs) Still good. Still good. (laughs) Just the the way. Like he pulls away from the microphone like it hurts him. One more time. It's almost like a Bill Cosby oh thing that's going on. Oh, with the teeth, uh, the and the bopping. <laughs> All right, nah. I've never been a good cause. <laughs> Needs work, huh? Needs work. <laughs> I just thought of one of one of my like one of the first memes I remember killing me. Um, the the one does not simply walk into mortar or whatever. It was like. One does not simply zip zap boobity bop. <laughs> oh, I had a note here for for the Pokemon people out there. What? Trent is evolving. Ballad Trent has become Tambourine Trent. And earlier, Guitar Trent evolved into Ballad Trent. Oh, Ballad Trent. Yeah. Oh, where does he say meow? Oh, it's very soon. Meow 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 Best 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 Is it Should I go back I think He's saying no 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 Is is once enough Should we not Can we we just do it again Just do it again Just do it again This is the only other time We're gonna do it Cause if if we get If we get stuck in If we get stuck in this meow vortex (laughs) It's gonna be a while Alright hang on we can go through this again. Max, Max. He's 
too, he's, he's too perfect. Nom, 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 oh, nom, that was it. That was actually that was the sound of of uh, ballad trant evolving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Meow, 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 meow. <laughs> that was the cutest shit I've ever I seen. I love it. Oh and my then, god. And, and then it's then a person. I never thought the shit. cutest thing would be a person. <laughs> he, oh yeah. It's just the, like the lights on him and and it's all black. It's just all white. He's playing the keyboard. He's got them secret lyrics. He cannot go through this again. I really just wanted him to destroy this fucking keyboard at the end of this song. Well, that would be him going through it again. Because he's pretty much talking about his guitar, his, his keyboard smashing days. <laughs> I mean, he's, he still smashed his guitar. But it's like, he's a grown, you know, he's an adult now. Oh, this so is, it's like, this, he, had, oh. he had an insurance policy on it first. He's singing to the keyboard. Oh, he's just telling <laughs> like the keyboard. Like the keyboard lured him back in and he's playing the keyboard and he's looking at longingly and he's like, I cannot go through I this know, again. I know you want me to smash you. I know. I know you want to die by my And boot. then Aaron North does this thing that's probably supposed this to be beautiful, but it good. sounds fucking weird. It's it not, doesn't make sense. Not good. It's like a counterpoint. Oh, this is the kill switch. Yeah. Yeah. It. Oh, fuck. I forgot this was an hour and a half long. <laughs> How could you forget? Weird. Just. And then he just puts it down and walks away. He's like, oh, 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 yep. Okay. Okay, we're done. This might be a time to throw in some more Tresner facts. Oh, uh, this is a fun one. Uh-huh. So the spiral was, I think, the uh, Nine Inch Nails fan site at the time. Okay. The spiral, um, and fans got to ask Nine Inch Nails a bunch of questions. Uh, Trent answers a few of them, but mostly it's just the other members of the band fucking around and giving very sarcastic answers to basic uh-huh. things. Oh, wow. Um, this makes me hate Aaron North even more. Aaron, have you broken any bones this tour? Nah, brah. First show is tonight. The only thing I've broken so far is a lot of wind backstage. So he wrote nah, brah. N-A-W-B-R-A-H. So, yeah, the, a bunch of fans ask, like, kind of kind of fun questions. What Stooges guitarist do you like better? Ron Ashton. I don't know the Stooges well enough to give a shit. Um, Jordy, what was the last song you listened to? I don't see it. Cousin oh. Dupree by Steely Dan. Yes, come on. Oh, Jordy, do you have a favorite character from Star Wars? If so, who is it? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jar Jar Binks. Jordy. Who he contends is by far the greatest character in any movie ever. I fucking... I, ro- I rooted for you! <laughs> What's next? Should we do an ad? Oh. Yeah! <laughs> hey, you know what would be great? Washing down this delicious podcast with another insightful and hilarious program from the Benview Network. Yeah. Should, should our guests stay tuned? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> we'll be our beat. 
Hello out there in Benview podcast land. My name is Josh and this is Jesse. Hello. And we happen to do a podcast about video games called the Extra Damage Cast. Indeed we do. If you like to talk about video games or more accurately listen to other people talk about video games, you should check out our podcast. It's at extradamage.com or on the Benview Network website, whatever that is. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so we're listening to the beginning of uh, Wish. We've got about another half hour left on this live <laughs> concert DVD. Fuck. Good Ugh. lord, I think it got longer the second time. Oh, I thought we were going to be done around 11. It's 11.30. Well, forget that. Forget that. Gee darn it. Alessandro, what's your favorite cheese? Great question. Wait, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Oh, oh, I see it. Wait, no, I don't. Oh, the jalapeno yogurt cheese and porridge. Alessandro. He's like from somewhere. He's from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that is not that is not an American answer. He's like from somewhere. <laughs> uh. um, they talk about why Trapped in the Closet is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordy, what is your farm animal of choice? A rooster. A cock. Um, Alessandra, which is your favorite song to perform live? Even deeper. On a scale of 1 to 10, how Chinese do you feel, Alessandra? 45. What the hell is happening? I don't... None of these... Is this the same Botley Smith from all the internet that we have seen? I think it might be. Botley? Trent, a lot of assholes on the internet called your comment on the Grammys out of line because you didn't win. Care to respond? The Grammys suck, plain and simple, and here's why. They present themselves as being about artistic merit, but there's nothing more but they are nothing more than a popularity contest, like the entire rest of the music industry. Don't get me started on this right now. Which is funny because that's the first thing he replied to. Yeah. You just got him started. To Trent, how did you get involved with PETA? I like the basic idea of what they do, though some of their tactics are kind of lame-o, you know. Please tear my opinion apart, that'd be so cool. Otaku forever. They approached me and I wanted to help. That simple. Wow, oh man, Trent's super pissed even, <laughs> even now. A whole question later. Uh. Josh, what's your favorite animal? Um, my favorite animal would have to be the sea monkey. Or wait, no, Chia Pet. No, cougars. It's cougars. Not the ones you find at the zoo, but the ones you find at shopping malls, especially in the Midwest and South. Ride him, cowboy. Wow, what a white boy. Yeah. Women are animals. That's what I take away from that. Way to be a role model, Josh. Alessandro, how's tortellini sounds to you? Tasty. That's exactly how the question was phrased. How's <laughs> tortellini sounds to you? Yeah. That's like a perfect sentence. <laughs> I can't improve it. No. Oh, God. Uh, question for Josh, which member of Nine Inch Nails would you least like to see naked? I've always been a little bit curious about Aaron. Misunderstood the question. Does not answer the question. <laughs> and continuing in that line of questioning, have any of you seen Brokeback Mountain? Josh saw it Stop. with TR. <laughs> what now, bitch? <laughs> How's everyone enjoying the touring? It's been quite a gas so far. Quite a gas? Where's Jordy White from? <laughs> Let's play. Where's Jordy White from? 
he is from. Alessandro, if I was <laughs> going to visit Italy, what is one place you would recommend I see? Mm, I don't see the question. Florence, of course. I could have probably just picked that off of my head. Um, just Florence in general. Oh, never mind. Jordy's from New Jersey. Oh, what a guess. New Jersey. What is this now? Oh, this is the one that I was like, this sounds like Rebel Rebel. Oh, but it's fucking only. Not anymore, just for a minute there. It's just a tasty jam, bro. Although I guess Jordy's probably like, ugh, finally. A song that sounds just like I'm playing it. My, my note for this song is, I do love his rock out duck lips. Have you noticed trying to do that? He duck lips. Watch him. All right, I'm watching. I think when he's saying the chorus. God, his eyes are. I was gonna say his so, guyliner so is glittering. just standing out right now. God, he's so beautiful. He's so beautiful. But then he. Oh, there's Alessandro. Then he just kind of drops this. What's up, Trent? What do you what? So what? Your world that is. Trent, what the hell is with your hair? Blow me. <laughs> yep. Alessandro, hey, what the keyboard players do you like to listen to? Fletcher. Fletcher. Fletcher? Isn't is fletching something to do with shit? But fucking. This question. This entire. It's just like white dudes circle jerking with white dudes. <laughs> so much trash. Oh, here we go. Trent, what space or frame of mind are you in for the new album? Angry and fed up. <laughs> All right, there we go. We got we got barely something of substance out of this. Because that's what you got to do when you have your idols answering your questions for you is just pointlessly throw meaningless crap at them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, is it, it did. Oh, that's that was the best part. So it cuts away from... It cuts into a wide shot. Trent is in a spotlight. Mm -hmm. And then he goes... Yes, it did. And oh God, I, so just, I loved it so much. I All died. Right. There's going to be some duck lips. Very ready. I think I'm Oh, his it. muscles are just Oh, bursting. God. He's just such a... Bulging. God, what a man. <sighs> I wonder what his, his routine is. How much can he bench? Mm -hmm. With his dick. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not even possible. Whoa. Just the nature of the exercise requires like two support, two support. You need two dicks to do a bench, is what I'm trying okay, to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now Jordy's doing a weird little north. Yeah, he does the knee, he does the knee tap and the swooshy douche. Mm. I just want the duck lips. Whoa, really? <laughs> How did I miss that the first time? One more time. Roll it back. Oh, did I miss it? Uh, maybe. Eh, whatever. Nope. Because that's this Jordy's sushi do. 
Okay, right here. Um, I think maybe he took like some heat from the fans about now I know why now 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 I know why because mm. that definitely is a dumb part like that's not my favorite part of that song that I already don't like uh, it wasn't on my radar until now yeah I give up on the duck lips I know they exist but. Mm. It's a great audio-visual experience. I haven't seen anything like it. It's definitely a great show to see live. Uh, I think Trent says of oh, his own you're, show. You're reading another the no, thing that you're Alessandro Cortini. Yeah, Alessandro. This is, uh, oh, interview with a Cortini. Oh, that's, that's how they got all these great quotes. He talks about the new, the older songs being arranged differently uh, so that they sound a little fresher. And right, so classics like Closer, Piggy, Mr. Self-Destruct. It's a rearranged, especially the oldest stuff that Trent has been playing for the past 12 years. You can imagine it gets boring after a while. So a lot of the new songs went through changes, either in arrangement or soundscape-wise. In a way, for them to sound a little fresher or newer. Wow. I spaced out for a second. When I yeah. came back, you were still. I, I got bored quote. in the middle of the quote. <laughs> yeah. So now uh. we have the big come down. Or is it come back? I think it's come down. Come down. It's definitely down. Sometimes I don't know. Oh, yeah, they do the ooze here, and I like them. This is actually some of my favorite guitar playing in the entire show. Some of my favorite guitar playing. And it's barely even. It's barely even guitar playing. There's the ooze. It's like using the guitar as a percussive instrument. Oh yeah, his chin has definitely lost the war with his neck. <laughs> his chin said bye bye ooh. Man, Josh Freeze can really work, man. Like, that's 90 minutes of non-stop. I mean, I guess he, he could take about three minutes to rub some liniment into his muscles during, mm -hmm. like, something I can never have. Other than that, though, sweet God. Sweet God. So it seems like this song, like most songs on With Teeth, are totally autobiographical. Mm -hmm. Although, wait, Big Come Down is off of which album? The Fragile. Okay. Okay. But yeah, totally autobiographical. He's singing to himself in like the majority of these songs. 
And that really clicked, seeing him do this whole thing live. It's like he's working out. He's working out all of all of these feels. It's That's like how a, he got so swole. It's like an exorcism. <laughs> he got so swole from working out all those feels. Yeah, he got rid of the Gaines Goblin and was able to get Whoa. swole. Do you know the Gaines Goblin? No. It's when you're working real hard and you don't get gains. Because of the Gaines Goblin. That sucks. Isn't that a plateau or something? It's a Gaines Goblin clan. <laughs> Fucking my bad. Good choice for a crowd surf. Oh, man, the fatigue is starting to show. But you know what? I like what we've achieved here tonight. And with our podcast in general, I feel like we've become Nine Inch Nail scholars. <laughs> I feel like we could hold our own in a conversation with pretty much anybody about Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, there's a lot that I feel like we're missing. But I, We fun. did get some feedback from fans that there's like some notes. Yeah, there's always going to be. Yeah. I appreciate those, by the way. Let us know. Ugh, the song. <laughs> yeah, when this came on, you made a, a really distinctive noise where it's like it's it, you worked your way through like real like shock, realization, disgust, <laughs> like so, uh, like a, t- a teaspoon of like hope and nostalgia, but then more disgust. It was like Ugh. it was that, yeah. It was like oh. Uh. <laughs> And then what happened next? You'll have to find us on Twitter to see the whole conversation. <laughs> Trent Talk Pod. Yeah, Trent Talk Pod. Resner, bless you, anyone who's still listening. <laughs> that is that is pretty great. Can you imagine playing a song that so many people have a heartfelt connection to? That the entire stadium is lit up. Yeah, that's crazy. I've seen it. When I see it live, it's different. But when I'm not there... Oh yeah, and here's where where the flip phones come out. And they're trying to just (laughs) save a fragment of this. For the drive home. Do they have candles? Do you think they distributed candles? It does look like candles. Yeah. yeah it's those probably are some, all just lighters, but well, there's then... There's some even burning flames, I tell you what. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Nine Inch Newbies. Don't worry about this one either. <laughs> Not important. I mean, it's okay for a Johnny Cash cover. Yeah. But what if you could start again? Oh, stop. How many miles away? Several. Like a million? <laughs> Get realistic. Could you here. imagine if those are the. Li- if I could start again. That's the minimum amount of distance you need to traverse. Several miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've started again like 20 miles from where I used to be. 
I started again about 2,000 miles away. I think Trent loves the number 1 million. Yeah, I mean, he's always a million miles it's away. Very, it's very round. It's got, it's, uh, it's complete. But then also it's easy to sing because it's three syllables. <laughs> 17 miles away. It's harder to do. 8,056 miles. <laughs> I can't even do it. <laughs> this is why we need improv miles classes. Miles away. Yeah. Here, think of a number. 50, tw- 20. Uh, <laughs> 8,050, 20 miles away. 8,500, 600 miles, miles. away. <laughs> 8,200, 600 million, 800 Okay, this, <laughs> this is driving me insane. <laughs> we have to stop. In cups of coffee. Cakes and toothpaste. <laughs> and songs by Trent Reznor. And keyboards and smashed up guitars. Nice. <laughs> what about? What? What about? Love. Love. <laughs> oh, I haven't been keeping up on the tally of how many times Trent Reznor says love oh. in the entirety of his lyrics. We should make a big doc and put it on Facebook. I mean, it'll just be a lot of copy pasta, and then you can just do a little search algorithm. Yeah, but it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. Copy that pasta. Yeah, I mean, I barely have time to, like, wash dishes and feed myself, but... (laughs) Oh, totally, I'll spend eight hours making a super cut of this shit. (laughs) End of chapter three. <laughs> in cell phones, in candles, and crowd surfs and rounds of applause. <laughs> I'm just going to think of Rent Nine Inch Nails lyrics for that's, that's It's a good improv game. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I think we got about, got about like three more times. Oh, God. Oh, it's the oh Triple God. H. We get yeah, the Triple God. H treatment. Which is actually a nod to Reznor's favorite professional wrestler. Triple H. Oh. <laughs> oh, he has so... Oh, God. So I know nothing about wrestling. I get... You know, after... After, like, getting through hurt, your energy is at, like, the lowest... It's, you're, you're at the nadir yeah. of, of your... Of your energy level of this whole show, um, and then he comes out with hand that feeds, and suddenly like you're risen from the grave, and you have a second win, and, and he's so happy. He's having so much fun playing this song. He does this little army salute, yeah. keeping in step. He's, oh god, he's acting it out. I wrote oddly happy to hear this after having to sit through hurt. Uh, and the thing is, it's that, the like, cure of hurt. Oh, to the hurt. cure. Remember the cure. It is the remedy to hurt. Um. Now I'm just thinking of the cure. Yeah, like nowadays he plays, I think it's hand that feeds head like a whole hurt. And it's just like, I don't, I don't want to end the show on hurt. I don't want to hear about how he fucking ended the show with In This Twilight. Oh, did I tell you about the time? (sighs) 
Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah, Trent is... Uh, the hydration level that he maintains through his whole show is astonishing. Yeah. Um, and the editing by Rob Sheridan, because he must be just, like, chugging water every time he's <laughs> not sing Every time his mouth is not around the microphone. Oh, he's doing he's, the high like, clap. There's just gallons and gallons of sweat pouring off of him. Like, by ten minutes into the show, he is a beautiful man donut co <laughs> cover covered in glaze. It's it's breathtaking to watch. He's just a beautiful man donut. Take that to the bank. And smoke it. <laughs> Take that to the bank and smoke it. Shove that up your butt and suck it. <laughs> your butt buttons. <laughs> oh, God. It feels like we've been recording this literally, literally, literally forever. I was literally going to say it feels like we've been recording this all day. <laughs> Not even figuratively. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> Do you remember a time when we weren't watching Nine Inch Nails live? No. I mean, an hour and a half of, of, this, of this show is... I mean, any Nine Inch Nails fan would be able to deal with that. No yeah, problem. fuck but yeah. But then going back immediately and watching it again. I feel like that. I mean, I don't want to big up myself here. But has anyone else done that, like, on purpose? No. You didn't just, like, fall asleep and the DVD menu was looping? Oh, I've done that a hundred times. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I also spent three hours looking for Pokemon at the ocean today, so. Good job. Like, this is just the way my day's been. Wait, okay. Trez, I think, would be a, a gym leader, right? Like, yeah. more so than being a Pokemon, he would be, like, a, a, a trainer. Okay. With a specific lesson to teach Ash, Brock, and Misty mm -hmm. about friendship. I never really watched the show. Team Rocket, <laughs> by no. Team Rocket by far is the best part, though. It's ironic and, and, Japanese humor. And what's that message he's teaching... With the lesson that Trent has for all of us is yeah. that life is pain, so make, <laughs> make some badass rock and roll, brother. And question authority, bro. Yeah. Like, oh God, I'm glad that he gets political right after this. That was the only, like, where else is he going to go? That's the thing. He keeps reinventing himself creatively, and that's why he's a wonderful artist like Bjork. <laughs> Just like Bjork. Bjork. Here's the last song of the set. Yeah, here we go. the appropriate choice this would be awesome to end a show on i'm not even a fan of this song but i would lose my fucking mind well, i mean the end is the beginning this oh is the very first track off pretty hate machine which is. as we now know was re-released by Rikoscope after a settlement with tv tunes who went bankrupt and sold their assets wah, wah, wah. getting really into the financial nitty-gritty of nine inch nails <laughs> Which is which is the I mean, gritty nine inch nitty. which is how I became a fan. The nine inch nitty. Oh yeah, we should check in on a hotline trend next week. Next oh week. god, next week is just going to be year zero. No. Oh, survivalism. Uh, oh, okay, we have a we have a buffer week. I know. Speaking of buffer, hello, Trent. I know, right? Oh what is he holding? God. He's got a little red thing in his head. I don't know. And then, as it 
zooms in on Trent, Alessandro just like spits. Oh, here's where Aaron North is presenting. He just like flips his self over the amp with well, his no, butt Honestly, legs I like that move. Aaron North does like, it's a combo stage dive and an amp smash. Yeah, I mean, he's like smashing the amp by like doing this weird somersault over it and driving his guitar into it. Yeah, fine, it's cool. That's pretty much the only cool thing I've seen him do this, this whole show. And again, I think we hate him because he took Robin Fink away. Yeah, he's a stepmom. That's what I think. You're not my mom. I don't think Trent was even doing anything over that part. No. He was letting the new guys take it. Take it away, new boys. Yeah, it's like, was Trent trying to sign off? It's funny. He's had he's had multiple points in his career where he's just like, am I done? <laughs> Which I think is a very natural thing to wonder as an artist, you know? Especially a guy who's like as in control of his own destiny as he's been. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he was just doing it for him. But he always does feel like he genuinely has more to say. Even if that's hesitation marks. Yeah. No, hesitation marks is good. You like it? So you don't like the slip? I don't like the slip. Okay, but here's the deal. We're gonna, I'm going to be like, I don't like the slip. And we're going to get to the slip, and I'll be like, you know what? I do like Echoplex. You know what? I did have fun with Discipline. It's a whole fucking thing. You need it's the that same shit. song and dance. It's fucking fun. I like hesitation marks. It doesn't sound like anything else. I really miss Rock and Roll Trent. He really, with hesitation marks, it seems like he comes back to his more experimental mode. Very Bjorky. Yeah, and like, some of the songs, I mean, we'll get there, but some of the songs are really fucking beautiful. The second half of the album is perfect, just like this one. I mean, with you. Oh god, the second this footage is over, I'm going to bed. Well, we're throwing in an ad. <laughs> I'll put it on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, this is going up raw, by the way. Yeah, we're not editing. I this. don't owe you an edit. That that would be a third, <laughs> a third of viewing. <laughs> and I love Trent Reznor. I love Nine Inch Nails. I love everything about this band. They're probably Ooh. my number one thing. Oh, I mean, it's so late at night. Yeah. <sighs> I also love sleep. Sleep good. There he goes. Yep. So Aaron North has fucked his amp with his guitar. Throws the entire mess off stage, then walks away as if to say, Yeah, I just did that. <laughs> Deal with it. Thank you! Lies, lies, lies. I just thought of another rent. Oh, yeah? What yeah. do you got? An answer. Rent Tresner? Shut up. Wait, holy shit, that's what this is. It's Rent Tresner. Right, Thanks for on. interrupting me. Go on. Oliver's trying to get the cheesy in. Oliver! Hey! I see you. He's not... He's <laughs> not he, can't, he can't reach. He's not gonna no, he's going to jump up. He can jump up on the counter. Okay. All right, do your rent. An amp smash and guitar. The hip swish. He's walking off stage. Nice. That's Aaron North. Babe. <laughs> let's get this done. Yes, it's over. Thanks for tuning in, Find Redners. us on Facebook at, fa- at facebook.com slash trentarkpod. Find us on Twitter at trentarkpod. Trent Find us on gmail at gmail.com slash 
uh, trendtalkpocket at gmail.com. Um, tweet us our hashtag homoshanks. Tell us what Pokemon Trent Reznor is in his career. And, um... Uh, and review us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes because it helps us and we have some reviews, but we didn't sing songs, but next episode is going to be short, so we'll sing songs. We're going to get... We're going to get... We have a backlog of songs. And... Shy's dad did not write us a review. I lied. It was just a joke. Except he did. He did. It's really funny. It's really cute. Anyway. <clears throat> Good night. Nine inch. Good night! Nailed it. <laughs> no, okay. Nine inch. Nailed it. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Good night. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you all. Bye. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BendUNetwork.com.